You know, I just want to inspire the next generation. It's too easy just to take all of the success that we have and just move on and say it's not about me or not even telling my story. The reason why I tell my story is I have to pay it forward because it took people that love me to help me and put me on to finances, how to make money, how to stay creative, you know, to understand God, forgiveness, mercy, strength, honor, loyalty, you know, real principles that we need more now than ever. Talking about inspiration, it's just, you know, I, have to, I, I wake up every day and I try to figure out how I'm going to hit my goal, even when I'm tired and I'm out of it. And sometimes I don't have the energy, but I have to remember what's at stake. You know, you try to go and get it while you're young. You try to attack it while you're young. But I had to switch my mindset and I had to adopt the sober mindset. Couldn't be turning up no more. You know, had no reason to be turning up so much and celebrating if I had no reason to celebrate. There was no victory and we were still celebrating, you know. It's about now is to me it's about focusing, doubling down, rebuilding, you know, strategizing and taking it to the next level. But I couldn't do that without my sobriety. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sober's Dope Podcast with your host, Pop Buchanan. How's everyone doing today? God bless you all. Thank you for tuning in. I want to shout out everyone in the sober community and the recovery community that's fighting a good fight. I love you all. We're really, we're really riding this wave of sobriety, embracing it and giving back. Today, I want to talk about before we hit rock bottom. That's entitled the episode before rock bottom. And the reason why I I wanted to talk about this topic is we recently did an episode talking about the stages of relapse, right? And um, just sobriety in general is, is, is the main theme of this podcast, but you can't talk about sobriety if you don't talk about addiction and you can't talk about addiction if you don't talk about hitting rock bottom. And now with the whole sober curious movement, the question arises that do we, you know, do we really have to hit rock bottom in order to find full recovery? And, you know, this is a very controversial topic because you have the traditionalist who's going to be very um, adamant about the need to hit rock bottom for the attic. And I'm a proponent of that because I had to hit rock bottom because I was really torn in my addiction. It was like I was gripped really deep with with that affliction. It was very difficult for me. Um, you know, so I, I relapsed uh, once or twice, I think about three times in my, the lifetime of my addiction. Uh, the third time, the third rock bottom was the worst. I, I literally lost everything. Um, and the first two times I relapsed, it wasn't quite rock bottoms. I still had my place. I still had a lot of stability and I had something to fall back on. When I lost my house, when I lost the person that I was with, when I, when a lot of my stuff burned down and I just was really displaced and just totally disheveled and had nowhere to go and ruined many beneficial relationships that allowed me or enabled me to be able to float, I had no choice kind of, um, 
to I, ha- I had no choice. I really had to look in the mirror and reevaluate my life, and I needed a creative, creative miracle from God to really get on track. So rock bottom for me was really important. It was nowhere else to go. After rock bottom, it would have been either death or homelessness, which would have led to death and sickness. And I, I wasn't trying to hear that. I was, you know, I, my addiction was horrible, but I wasn't about to take it to that level. That's not my style. I'm a college graduate, successful business guy who was misguided and had a couple of bad years that really took me down the rabbit hole. I went off the deep end, right? Um, and, and for me, rock bottom was a blessing. But I definitely wasn't going to let myself hit homelessness and I definitely wasn't going to start be be just living off the street to serve my addiction. Thank God I had um, just the benefit of knowing better and, and fighting. I fought for my freedom. I fought for my life and I fought to get here. That's my story. But for many others, um, you know. There's people out there who don't have to hit rock bottom. They they can have a really negative experience or a sequence of negative experiences and then just make a conscious decision to just stop drinking. And um, with the new book, Sober Curious, um, um, out, you know, you have a large amount of people that just, they just, that they're seeking the benefits of sobriety without having to hit rock bottom. They're just making a conscious decision that the quality of life is about quality of life. Sobriety is really cool. As we say in the Sober's Dope community, it's dope, really fun. Um, and you get a clarity, you get a consistent clarity that you can't get when you're drinking casually or doing re- drugs recreationally. You can't get that consistency. With sobriety, you have a clarity, a, a certain, I like to say a certain level of clairvoyance, not saying that you can see into someone's mind or the future, but it's a general idea of clarity and ability and perception to really just have a real grip on your reality. So before we hit rock bottom, now I, the point of doing this podcast is so I could get to most of you before you hit rock bottom. So although rock bottom is necessary in some cases, it doesn't have to necessarily be the, 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 um, uh, your, you know, your final destination. It does not have to be your final destination. And this is why, this is where I'm coming from with it, ladies and gentlemen. Too many people die before hitting rock bottom or they die in rock bottom, okay? So although rock bottom is very important to kind of, to, to produce what they call an AA, Alcoholic Anonymous, the vital spiritual experience. So you hit rock bottom and then you have this kind of epiphany and, you know, you have to reach to a higher power because you're powerless over your addiction. And then you have this vital spiritual experience which which sparks this new dynamic in yourself to change, right? You know, this new dichotomy to change and to separate from your old self and start over, right? With this spiritual epiphany, the spiritual experience. The, 
and that's beautiful and there's no problem with that because some people could get to that point without getting sick enough to where they're going to die but the thing is now we're dealing with harder drugs we're dealing with fentanyl we're dealing with this heroin we're dealing with the synthetic drugs um we're dealing with the k2 and all the stuff that they're putting in the marijuana uh, we're even hearing now that they have marijuana laced with fentanyl and that's so heartbreaking because that's just going to tear apart that that's that's almost like i i would say they should treat that like terrorism they they should treat fentanyl laced marijuana as if it was a weapon of mass destruction because that's just unthinkable horror that's horrific just the thought of it so what i'm saying now is with these more complex drugs and these more complex systems that's in place in regards to addiction can we get to the addict before they hit rock bottom can we promote the benefits of sobriety to the point to where it's just common knowledge and a default to being a preferred default or being really cool, right? Um, can we educate people to the point where they understand what we what we had to learn the hard way? We could teach people in, in, so they could get in front of it, all right? So, I, for example, with alcoholism, I'm, I, I, I encourage people to identify within yourself if you're an alcoholic or not. If you have a group of five friends and you're the only one in the group that continues to drink after the party's over. You're the only one in the, the group that needs to drink in the morning to feel better. You're the only one in the group that has the most, um, that always has alcoholic related incidents. Um, you're fighting, you're always messing, you know, you, you, you know, you're disrupting a party or you always be get volatile when drinking. If you're the only one in the group that has alcoholic related episodes, you're most likely an alcoholic, which means you have an allergy to alcohol and you're allergic to it. So when you drink it, it creates adverse reactions within you. And then you have problems stopping and you need more alcohol to feel better. That's essentially what alcoholism is. Right, you need more of it to make you feel better. And scientifically, what's happening from an alcoholic perspective is that alcohol robs your brain of dopamine, right? So it robs your brain of dopamine levels and dopamine stores, right? So the more you drink, the more it robs your brain of its natural ability to produce dopamine until your brain has a lot of problems naturally producing dopamine and serotonin on its own. So when it no longer can produce the ser the dopamine and serotonin levels you need to feel healthy, it the alcohol replaces the dopamine levels and serotonin. So your brain goes, I since alcohol is constantly robbing your brain of the dopamine, when there's no more dopamine, your brain is seeking the alcohol to replace the dopamine and that's where the addiction comes from and that's why when you wake up the next day and you feel like you have the shakes and you're totally unstable and your nervous system is off and your body is off it's because your body has no more dopamine so you need that drink to act as the dopamines for you in, in order for you to feel better and that's a vicious and dirty nasty cycle of addiction right now if you know that up front 
then do you really have to hit rock bottom once you feel the horrors of that um, addiction and the depletion of your natural dopamine and serotonin stores? Do you need to go that far? I didn't know any of that, so I just was like a robot. I would drink and be like, oh my God, I feel crazy. I'm shaking. I'm nervous. My nervous system is off. I feel out of place. Let me go get a beer. I go get a beer, start to feel better. Let me go get another beer, start to feel better again, right? I didn't understand any of the science. So I just thought it, I was just this lone person that had this issue when there's millions of people who shares this experience and they have the same physiological reality that I had being an alcoholic. So you're not alone. Now, if we could just give people the actual knowledge and the science and the inspiration and encouragement beforehand, then maybe we can eliminate the more rock bottom cases that's going to come across our table because 90% of those people, when they hit rock bottom, they're going to die in their addiction or they're going to be too sick. Some people hit rock bottom, but they already damaged their liver and they have cirrhosis of the liver. So they're already going to die. Some people hit rock bottom, but they go brain damaged because they they created too much damage to their brain or they need to go on dialysis with their kidneys or somehow they caught some STDs and then they, they, they have another illness. So my thing is about overall quality. Can we... And should we encourage people to seek recovery prior to a traditional rock bottom? So that's the question I'm posing. And um, I posted recently on Facebook. um, I posted recently on Facebook the um, uh, a post that says. If I'm not mistaken, hold on. Give me a second, guys. This because this is get this post picked up a lot of um, a lot of activity. Everyone, you know, created a really good thread and discussion. So I'm just gonna look for it real quick. Just bear with me. Um, you know, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Um, Okay. Here we go. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. All right. So the post is asking this question. Do you know? So this is from the Sober Mom. Sober Mom, um, shout out to you wherever you're at. Um, I love all your posts. You're totally incredible. And I think you're awesome. Um, The Sober Mom has a series of questions or statements that she poses by holding up like a little... um, A little board where she has these messages on there. And... um, And this one says, you do not have to hit rock bottom to realize alcohol doesn't serve you, right? So I posted this on Facebook and I asked people of the sober community, what what, what are their thoughts about this? So I'm going to read some random thoughts. I'm going to keep everyone anonymous, um, but this is some... So one person goes, amen, so they agree with that. Another person says, um, I contemplated this for some time after I walked into the rooms. I wondered if I had to hit bottom since I had not driven all the way to the dump. Then I heard someone say, you hit bottom when you stop digging. 
this made complete sense to me. So I could see that. Um, another person said alcoholics need to. So some people are on the fence. They're saying like, you know, alcoholics have to hit rock bottom. And I'm an alcoholic, so I kind of could see their point. You know what I'm saying? Um, another person goes, maybe not everyone does, but some do. Right. Which I agree with. The other, another person says, so what's the definition of an alcoholic? Be very wary of labels, very misleading. So this guy's kind of going back and forth with the other guy. Um, another person said, it took me a year to accept that I was an alcoholic. I was told to watch how others drink and could stop after one drink. Rock bottom confused me. I was told that you didn't have to be a 24-7 drinker. I heard that alcohol is a great remover. I had lost my marriage. The next thing to go was my young daughter. Thank God I stopped when I did. Only the individual can decide if they are an alcoholic. So this is the thing. This is a touchy subject for some people, right? So this person here is feeling like, well... I was told one thing about alcohol, but alcohol proves they they prove her wrong because she wound up losing her marriage and her daughter. But she so alcohol people will tell you, oh, it's not you, just just oh, just you know, the alcohol is horrible. It's insidious, and if you are an alcoholic, you do not need to drink under any circumstance. You can't rationalize drinking as an alcoholic, and everyone may have their opinion, but I'm gonna tell you this. The truth can never lie, right? You you can't be right. You, you either could be right. You can't be right and wrong at the same time, right? Right is right. Wrong is wrong. Wrong can never be right and right can never be wrong. So basically, if you're an alcoholic, you're an alcoholic. It means that you cannot drink and stop drinking at will or you cannot drink and and without without or you can't stop drinking without feeling abnormal without some form of intervention right so my thing is this is a deep subject because some people may say man alcoholics alcoholics have it so rough because this is one of the most powerful drugs on the planet and it's legal and you could get it just by going to the store. You don't have to deal with a dealer. You don't have to deal with none of that. And it's very insidious and it destroys lives. So my thing is, you know, I can't imagine being able to quit drinking without the severity and reality of of rock bottom. Without that share Re, that 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 sheer reality and horror of just totally being a prisoner within my own body and physically hitting a rock bottom where I felt depleted and I could have had a heart attack and I I had the shakes and I just was skinny and I wasn't healthy. Then it was the physical. That's the physical, the physiological rock bottom, right? So we have the physiological rock bottom. Right. So let's let's break down rock bottom a little bit. You could have a financial rock bottom where you lose your house, your home and your things. Okay. All right. That that still may not be enough because then you could you could wind up crashing on someone's couch, you know, smooth and should, you know, do whatever. So you could still have someone that may be enabled, may be able to give you shelter or continue to enable the addiction. So you have a, a financial and a, 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 a financial rock bottom in theory, right? Then you have an, a, a, a 
physical rock bottom, which is really hardcore because that's when your body starts to give out, where you no longer visibly look normal or stable, where you where you wear you're wearing your drugs on your sleeve and it's very apparent that you have a physical addiction and you know you look like you need some medical attention and you feel crappy and lousy that's a physical rock bottom where you no longer could survive as a normal person without using the drugs to feel normal and still being sick and malnourished and um, lacking any form of nutrition and just being totally uh, emaciated and sickly, right? Then you have an emotional rock bottom where you just totally lose grip of reality, where you're stuck within. This is where you see people and it looks like they went, they they lost it. They 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 they're border they're borderline insanity. And and it's sad when you see people where their mind go and their emotion, you lose your mind, your emotional connection with reality and you just totally look like you lost it. You're talking to yourself, you have your manic, you're, you know, you're all over the place, you're, you, you're, dis, you're um, displaying disassociative dis tendencies and, um, psychological psychological abnormalities and um kind of bipolar symptoms it's just when you totally lose it when you see a person and they're just laughing and they're talking to themselves and then they're just walking through the street and the drugs and alcohol took them off the deep end so you have these multiple forms of um rock bottom i think true rock bottom is when all three of these conditions hit you where you're financially rock bottom and depleted. You have nothing else to fall back on. You're pretty much homeless and need to be put in a hospital or shelter. And then you physically hit a rock bottom because you're so sick. And that's where we talk about an AA and NA, sick and tired of being sick and tired, where you're so sick where the concept of addiction is no longer fun. Now you're hitting extreme survival mode and all you want is water, food, and help. Because you're gonna be borderline on your deathbed at this point. And then the emotional rock bottom is where you lose your sanity and the, a sense of your normalcy as a human and you start to be one flight from the cuckoo's nest. That's when all of these three things hit, these three forms of rock bottom, you are in total rock bottom. That's where you have nothing and you just totally need help. You're like a kid again, and that's what we talk about in addiction. We talk about you being powerless over your addiction. When you get to this extreme of rock bottom, the only step after that is hospitalization, jail, or death. Okay? You throw some homelessness in there. Homelessness, despair, rock bottom, and death. So that's that point um, where you're where where you're at. And then from there, I would say, um, you know, ladies and gentlemen, um, from there, you have to determine what you want to do. So this brings us back to our point: Is it wise to wait? For you to get to financial rock bottom, you lose your house, your home, 
then you lose your loved ones. That's not financial, but it's like, you know, a social rock bottom. Okay, so there's another component. I'm sorry, guys. So we have a social component here, a social rock bottom, where you disconnected from your family. You no longer can have the same relationship with your close friends. Everyone pretty much writes you off as a full-blown addict, and no one wants anything to do with you. That's social rock bottom. So then you have social rock bottom. You have a financial rock bottom. You have a physical rock bottom, and you have emotional, mental rock bottom where you kind of start to lose your mind. Those four points of rock bottom is how you get total rock bottom where you have nothing and you have to start over. So if you're listening to this and you're sober curious or you're an addict and you didn't quite lose your social footing yet, you still have some money in your house, but you know, things are looking a little murky. You you still strong enough to get through your day without totally being physically depleted and you're not crazy and emotionally torn and mental, then you still have a chance to, to, to get and seek help without having to hit total rock bottom. Because some of us don't make it to full rock bottom without dying. And that's my point. You know, if we could save you know, a million people from hitting absolute rock bottom where there's potentially the, 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 the probability or the chances of death are higher and uh, the chances and probability of sickness is higher. Why won't we encourage them to take this, to take the steps necessary to work the steps to go to a meeting to go seek help to go to your pastor to go to your church to go to your family admit that you're powerless admit that you're you're hurting you don't have to suffer alone you don't have to wait to hit absolute rock bottom you know you could save a lot of money save a lot of years and save a lot of your life um, by making that decision when I first had a chance to go straight with my addiction I was I was through I was younger and in a better position, if I would have found my sobriety at that point, I could have saved my home. I could have saved a lot of relationships. I could have saved a lot of money. And I swear I would have been in a different place. But I continued for another three to four years until I actually found my last chance. So we all go through our own process. But my thing is, ladies and gentlemen, if you're in a position where you could choose health and vitality and recovery before it gets too dark, my opinion is to take it. All right. So I'm going to cut to a message from our sponsor and then we're going to come back and wrap this up. So I want you guys to think about it is um, is is the four form. Think about the four forms of rock bottom and think about if rock bottom is truly necessary in every case to find recovery. And if we could start encouraging the next generation to seek help before it gets that bad. Thank you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for your patience and uh, while we got our, while we pay some bills, you know, um, listen, uh, before we hit rock bottom. Now, I want to say this addiction looks differently for everyone. Recovery looks differently for everyone. Rock bottom looks different for everyone. All right. If you're out there and you're struggling with addiction, you don't have to theoretically wait till you hit rock bottom. 
because we not we could that's a that's a difficult concept it's up to you to determine what's your rock bottom not the world you know when you absolutely feel like you you have nowhere else to go physically my biggest concern is physical rock bottom all right i don't i could care less about the financial rock bottom and um the social rock bottoms like that's the that's the low on the totem so we have four stages of rock bottom in my experience i'm not getting this no from nowhere else so you could you could say i heard this from pop buchanan i never read this before this is my experience the the four pillars of rock bottom it was the social my social footing social rock bottom losing a connection with family and friends and people giving up on me financial rock bottom losing work and uh, house and not being able to keep up with bills and and and, um um facing homelessness um i think this might be even a fifth we didn't talk about spiritual rock bottom but i never hit a spiritual rock bottom actually my spiritualities is what helped me to find my sobriety while at my rock bottom but then you know i'm concerned with the physical rock bottom the physiological rock bottom before you get too sick and then you physically die or you overdose i want you to be able to seek help i want everyone in the sober community to be healthy all right so if we don't explain if we're out there just saying that everyone you know you got to hit rock bottom as an alcoholic or a drug addict to actually you know be successful in your recovery that we we're not being clear because a person could already be at a physical rock bottom but not a social or financial rock bottom right and then they're thinking in their mind well i'm not at rock bottom yet because everything around me is still stable but meanwhile they're one day away from a heart attack or kidney failure or overdose so i'm specifically think when it comes to doing heavy drugs and alcohol don't let your don't wear yourself out if if you the faster you can get help is the faster you're going to be healthy i would be irresponsible if i was to co-sign someone spending any more time than they need to in any form of addiction i'm talking about i'm telling you now sobriety and recovery is the future it's a it's the wave it's dope it's hot it's cool it's it's reasonable and it is the way out of that that darkness that cycle that viciousness you could beat this but the faster you you choose yourself is the faster you're going to have the strength and perseverance to follow through. You have to fight to survive, man. You can't wait till you hit total rock bottom. I mean, what the, what the hell does that mean? You're going to wait till you're in the gutter somewhere, you know, running tricks and, 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 and potentially overdosing or dying. We see it every day. Every day I'm seeing someone's father, someone's wife, or someone's mother, someone's husband, someone's cousin, someone's brother, someone's sister die because of their addiction. And they could have been at rock bottom two, uh, uh, six months ago. You know, because so sometimes it's not no miraculous rock bottom that's going to reverse all your symptoms. You're going to have, or, 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 your, your, or your addiction, you're going to have to want to choose life. 
All right. So my message officially as your sober, as the sober's dope host and as a recovering alcoholic who's almost seven years sober and someone who loves you and want to give back to the community. My message to you guys. The moment you feel like you you're ready, the moment you feel like you done played yourself too much and you gave up on yourself, seek help. Call, call, call the police. I would say call. If you don't have family you could trust, if you don't have anyone around you that's supportive, if you don't have someone that you could call, my advice is to call someone, try, call the church. You know, if you have a priest, call the local Catholic church, call someone, a priest or someone, a pastor, if you're not, if you're non-denominational, I don't care what your religion is. Call your imam, call your sheik, call your rabbi, call your pastor. If that doesn't work, call the one person in your life that's responsible, that loves you enough to that, that's going to drop everything and get you into some type of help. Or call the police and let them know, I, I can, or could you send an ambulance? I need to get to detox because I want to change my life and I'm sick, right? And, and, I wanna, and, I, and I need to detox today. You have to seek treatment as fast as possible. You may already be at a rock bottom and not really identifying it as a rock bottom, all right? You may be at a financial rock bottom and an emotional rock bottom and a spiritual rock bottom, but not a physical rock bottom. The physical rock bottom could be coming tomorrow. It could be tonight, but you could take that one last hit tonight and never wake up, or you could drink that one more, that one last drink and never wake up. Or, or put yourself in some dumbass situation where you get killed or something. There's people dying every minute. Since I started this podcast, this podcast is that we're already at 30 minutes. Thousands of people currently just died. I'm telling you, it's, it's on the second, by the second, by the minute, people are dying across the world with addiction. So we don't have the liberties to sit around anymore in 2019. When we was talking about rock bottom, rock bottom is an old concept. It was coming from a time where people was doing, you know, alcohol, light drugs, marijuana, maybe a little coke. The coke was pure or whatever. You dealing with kids right now who's on fentanyl and these high-end drugs that's just tearing their life apart. They're at rock bottom the moment they take their first hit. They're already at rock bottom, though, because it's so addictive and so scientifically designed to destroy and to hook them that the first hit, they're already at rock bottom. So we can't tell a kid on fentanyl, wait till you hit rock bottom. Every time he uses, he's in pain and he's in rock bottom. All right. We can't tell heroin, a heroin addict, wait till you hit rock bottom. They were on heroin. The moment that they took it, they was at rock bottom. We should just be saying, you're perpetually at rock bottom. You need to go get help every second of the day. The faster we get these people in the door, the faster they can heal, right? So I agree with the statement. We don't necessarily have to wait to hit rock bottom to seek the alternative to help. We don't necessarily have to wait. Now, in most cases, it's just the way the cookie crumbles, man. An addict is not going to get the message until life throws them the message. And when life and the universe sends you that message loud and clear and kicks you in your ass the right way, it's called rock bottom when you get it. You know. Basically, if I could define rock bottom, it's the point where the human being knows death is imminent. 
you know I'm gonna die. I'm dying and I'm gonna die. I'm that's rock bottom. That's when you stop playing games with yourself and you know I if I do this, I'm gonna die. And you feel so physically, chemically, and hormonally sick and crazy that you 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 just can't do nothing else but entertain survival and the need every cell in your body is done is, has given up all your d- defenses and immunity your immune system breaks down you, all your defenses everything your body's in shock 90% of the time when that shock wears off of you, the shock of all of those years of your addiction that compounded abuse and that shock that you put on your nervous system, the constant smoking, the constant drinking, the constant shooting up, the constant snorting, all of that. When your body and all its defenses fail you and you feel the full ramifications of your addiction, that's borderline death. That's rock bottom. That's physical rock bottom. When you have no more, you're, you're, you're no longer in shock. You just totally feel it. You're, not, you're no longer numb. Now you can feel it. Every nerve ending is burning. Every Your lungs are burning. Your head is spinning. You, you, your equilibrium is shattered. You have vertigo. Your blood sugar is erratic. Your, your temperature is erratic. You're, you, you, you're unstable. That's rock bottom. Next thing happens, you go into anaphylactic shock, start shaking, foaming from the mouth, and then you die if you don't get the proper help. And that's when you see people overdosing and people dying because they're so unhealthy that their bodies give up and they can no longer handle the abuse that we put on our systems with our addiction. So without beating beating this subject to death, my thing is, my advice is this, the faster you can get help, get the help. If you have the resources to get the help, get the help. If you have a family member telling you we can help you, take the intervention, get the help. Don't always wait because you're rock bottom. You may not survive your rock bottom. All right. Can we survive? Can we make it long enough to get to rock bottom? Not all of us. Some of us are just not lucky. I remember my friend, my friend David. He wasn't lucky. David was, what, 25? He died. He was the healthiest, most beautiful kid. He died. He didn't make it. He had a seizure, died. He was young, left his daughter, done. He had no break. It was just like that. So we see so many people like that don't have the benefits to be able to deal with a rock bottom. Addiction is really ugly. I love you guys. That's it for this podcast. I just was posing a question to you to give you something to think about. If you're if you're currently in addiction, you know, I want you to weigh the, the to weigh to weigh the odds, you know. You know, should, should you get the help that you need? Should you wait to hit rock bottom? Do you, do you need to keep playing the game? Do you need to give in to, to your addiction? We, you're, you're, you young, the younger generation, you guys are smarter than I was. You have more resources. You have internet. You have all of this stuff. You have people out there. You have the podcast. You have... I'm telling you guys, listen, you guys are smart. You're building the future. You guys are out there coding. You're doing all of this. You're a beautiful generation. If you're listening to this, you don't have to wait. Just You can start today. Say, I listened to a podcast 
Pop Buchanan told me that I may have already hit rock bottom and don't know it. And I should start today. I should choose myself today. Forgive yourself today. Forgive the person that hurt you today. Deal with your pain today. Be courageous today. Pray today. Give your life to God today. Know that you're powerless over your addiction and give it to a higher power today. Be humble today. Be gracious today. Have humility. Find love. Be honest. And definitely go get the help that you need today. Don't wait another moment. The, 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 the ambulance and the hospitals are open 24 hours a day. It could be 5.30 in the morning and you wake up with an epiphany that you're done. Say, Pop said I could call the ambulance. Say, I'm sick. I'm, I, I'm sick. I need detox. I need help. I need an IV. Could I, I need an ambulance. They come. You tell them I'm an addict and I need to go to detox. I'm sick. Whether you have insurance or not, once you call the emergency room, they're going to take you. Once you're in there for medical detox, they're going to assign you to some type of state rehab facility. You're going to have greater chances of getting the help that you need. So you don't have to wait until you have everything together, till you have the right outfit, till you can find your ID or your phone on a charger or where your boyfriend or girlfriend's at. Just forget about everyone and take care of yourself. This is about yourself. You don't owe anybody anything. The only thing you owe yourself is your sobriety and recovery because the alternative in most cases is death. And you know what? We want you to live. In the sober's dope universe, in my universe as a human being, I want us all to live. I'm alive and I'm vibrant and I'm healthy and I wouldn't be here today if I didn't choose myself and if I didn't get lucky because I was a couple of days from dying. I was that unhealthy. I could have had a heart attack at any moment. My nervous system was totally gone. I had half of a liver. The chances of my survival if I kept going was like, I literally had probably six months to live. I was that jacked up. And now I'm 100% healthy. My liver regenerated. My liver enzymes is perfect. My blood vitals is perfect. I'm muscular. I'm healthy. I've been I've been an athlete for the past six years. I lift weights. I run. I climb. I do all type of stuff. I'm in great shape. And I'm alive. And I'm here. And it's like you could look at me and you would never think I had an addiction problem. But almost seven years ago, I was on my deathbed. So I chose life and I want you to choose yourself too, right? So in the interest of full disclosure, if you can get the help before you hit rock bottom, ladies and gentlemen, by all means, go for it. Love you all. Catch you on the other side.